Hello and welcome to It Starts Here, a podcast brought to you by the Mississippi State Center for Entrepreneurship. I'm Richard Lake. I'm Clay Giles. And today we have three guests here. We're going to keep talking about the Startup Summit in 2020. And to start that off, Jordan, go ahead and take it away. Hi, everyone. My name is Jordan. Um, I'm the CEO and founder of Brace Buddy, and I'm also the marketing student specialist here at the eCenter. So we're going to kind of all talk about um, Startup Summit and the difference between last year and this year. So last year was our first time actually having it um, since 2016. Um, It was a really huge success. We had over 40 people compete. And so this year, we're obviously trying to increase that. We want to have at least 50 plus applicants. So this year, we actually have some new um, divisions. We have the best brand, the business concept, alumni, big idea, and brick and mortar. So the brick and mortar is kind of similar to the made for main competition, but we thought we'd spice it up a little bit more this year by adding um, alumni that are eligible with new ventures to pitch, as well as the big idea, which is um, people that want to tackle a big uh, united problem, nationwide problem, like water, poverty, all of that kind of stuff. Um, best brand is kind of like our e-commerce division last year. And then the business concept is for people that just have you know, a fresh, raw idea, and they want to try to get some capital on it. So like I said, I'm the CEO and founder of Brace Buddy. It's a medical device that helps post-knee surgery patients. It's basically a kickstand that you can elevate your leg on anywhere and then put it in your backpack or purse when you're done. Um, So I'm actually not competing in Startup Summit this year because I've actually raised um, enough money to where I'm technically ineligible to compete in these competitions again. Um, But it was a really good experience competing last year. Um, A little bit about what you should expect this year. Um, The judges will ask you a lot of questions about your financials, your competitors. Um, They want to see that you have put in a lot of work and that you have potential. Um, You need to be really prepared when they ask you these types of questions because that will ensure that you um, place in a division. I was fortunate enough. I got first place in my division, which was New Product 3. And then I actually got second overall at Startup Summit 19, which is really good for me. And I also got the people's choice. So it was overall a really good experience, and I was really happy I did it. Awesome. And so what would you say is the biggest difference between last year and this year? Yeah, so between last year and this year, we're trying to build a lot more hype with this year. Um, We announced that we were having Startup Summit only like, a month and a half before we actually are doing it. So this year we made sure right on the first day of classes this year, January 6th, we went ahead and released all the information about it. So we have three three or so months before um, the competition to really build that hype up. And we have a lot of cool surprises up our sleeves that not that many people know about yet. So if you go on the website, it actually has the location for all of the events and all of the events are gonna be in the doghouse in the union. But it says on there right now the location of the grand finale, but that might be changing to somewhere really cool. So we'll announce that when it gets there. But if it does get changed to where we want it to be changed, it'll be a very cool event and you don't want to miss it. Are you going to give us a hint? Um, <laughs> the only a hint I can think of is the sky. A hot air balloon. I'm kidding. <laughs> if I say another hint, it'll give it away. But it's, it's Mississippi State, like obviously affiliated it's not at like the mill or any like external place but my hint is the sky hmm. the sky very vague but hmm. how can you get close to the sky on campus hmm. we'll just have to it's leave it's not up. on campus but it's like 
but it is above a part. campus. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, or we we'll launch tuned. a whole investigative podcast series. Hey, we'll do it. We'll figure it out. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jordan. You're welcome. So our other two guests here, uh, Neil Hickman, who has his own business. Neil, can you give us just a really quick rundown of what your business and product is? Yeah, my name's Neil Hickman. I'm the CEO of Hickman Farms LLC, and we have a product that's in the uh, agriculture industry, and it uh, allows us to feed baby calves on a bottle um, more efficiently than the previously bottle system that's been around for 20 plus, 30 plus years. Um, so I come up with the idea. I just, I was raising a lot of cattle um, and needed a solution. And I realized that a lot of farmers are in similar situations that they need, you know, something to save them time and help them in their daily lives. And so I brought the idea here in the fall of 2016, my freshman year, and I've been working on it ever since. Awesome. And so what is really the big innovation in your product? Um, so the bottle itself has just been pretty simple. Um, I took it and I studied it and I re-engineered it completely. So normally you would have to essentially force air into the bottle. Well, now I've um, developed where it has an automatic airflow. Gotcha. And so that, that reminds me of when we had the barbers on talking mm -hmm. about like, so like basically the bar, the biggest thing was like, there was like a common issue within clippers, what? uh, for, for barbers. And so, you know, people are aware of this issue. They, they, it was, it was losing them all sorts of clients, money, everything, wasting time. Is that the similar kind of thing that there was, there was a clear answer? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a clear answer to a lot of things and no one really thought to change it, I don't guess. Um, there's no really been any changes in it. Um, some companies will put something out there kind of similar to what's already out there. They don't really work too well. Um, so I'm trying to change the game completely. Absolutely. Now, now that you've developed this technology, like, does that bring you the confidence to kind of improve other parts of, you know, your organization, like farming, you know, any, like, issues, like problems that you know, regular farmers might have, or is it kind of just like a simple problem that was, I don't know, excluded by itself? Right now, I'm just sticking with this one. Um, there's definitely ways to advance farming everyday life. It's a struggle sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, but I just want to focus on this right now, and then maybe once I get this done, go from there. Awesome. awesome. So coming to the Startup Summit, how was your experience when you went through? Uh, last year, so on April the 2nd, uh, being the college kid I am, and the athlete, I was playing flag football and um, tore my ACL. And then, like, a week and a half later, it was Startup Summit. <laughs> so I was in a straight brace and on crutches, and it was definitely an event. And, yeah, Jordan over here having brace buddy, um, I pretty much – I feel like I gave her first place in the competition. So I, I used her product and absolutely. the judges look over and see me using it and like it's a little it endorsement. Works. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. She knew what she was doing. But overall it was it was great. Had a lot of help um networking with the judges and other um startups and entrepreneurs. It was uh, great. So coming into this startup, like what are some of the things that maybe you would tell someone or your previous self? you know, to do better this, you know, upcoming startup summit, what was something you maybe you missed? Um, definitely know your market. Um, that's something I knew I grew up around cattle my whole life. And, um, but seeing other 
people present, like if you don't know who you're going to sell to, then you can't sell. Um, so knowing your target market is probably the biggest thing that I've learned. What was the questions? What were the what were the questions that you were asked that you think really allow you, allowed you to excel with your product? Um, I was asked one. It said, uh, "Why did I even create this business?" And um, I saw it as an opportunity to better myself and to try and help farmers in their everyday life. I was also asked, um, you know, how will you make revenue? That's always a big one. Um, if you can't sell it, you're not going to make anything. Um, where do you plan to sell? Um, and then they'll always ask you at the end, uh, why are you presenting um, for funds? Why are you asking us for money? Like, why should we fund you? Through all the competitions and the um, venture catalyst program, it's been overall extremely well. Like, there's tons of resources. Um, always got access to computers. Um, always help from student workers. And um, obviously, Mr. Eric and Mr. Jeffrey and Brooke bringing a huge part of that and allowing us to get the resources we need. Awesome. So last year's Startup Summit, what place did you get? I got second place in the uh, new product three. Yeah, and um, I was overall, I was excited. I was happy about it. Um, definitely felt like I should have got first place. but <laughs> You uh, couldn't beat that brace buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but this year, I got a. Uh, I'm going to compete again this year. Um, I do have a big surprise for my presentation, and hopefully, I'll be blessed enough to win my division because that happens. I'm winning it all. Hmm. All right. And Jordan, you're not you're not competing, are you? No. Okay. So maybe you got a chance. I'm okay. safe for now. Yeah, for now. All right, Chinwe, if you would introduce yourself. Hi, thanks for having me here. I'm Chinwe Okore. I'm the CEO and founder of Le Pie Chic. It's Le Pie Chic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm a student here at State and I'm studying um, MIS in French. So that's Management Information Systems in French. That's a master's program. And then Industrial Engineering. It's a second master's program. Awesome. And so not only was Shinway a part of the uh, Mississippi State women's basketball team from oh, 2013-2017. Yes. That she too. <laughs> just beef up your resume a little bit. And then she also <laughs> has an incredible company. So can you outline that a little bit? So Le Pierre Chic actually started when I was 11 years old. So it was so hard for me to find shoes because I was participating as a choreography in choreography, like in the church, at school, and everyone had to match with shoes, and so I could never ever find shoes, <laughs> and then I just had to eliminate myself from the competition because I didn't have any pair. And so when I came to college playing basketball, it was understood as an athlete, oh, you can wear tennis shoes with dresses. No one, that's an excuse, a natural excuse for you. And so I kept wearing that to functions, to church, everywhere I went. And people just looked at me and said, oh, you basketball players can't do without your tennis shoes. <laughs> but seriously, I really needed some heels. You know, and so that's when I started talking with a couple of professors on campus and then yeah. just about, well, how do I start a shoe company? I'd really love to find shoes, you know, because I'll wear shoes to to um, to the career fair and my toes are just laying on top of one <laughs> another. And so that was a hurting process for me. And and I met with the e-center. And so this business just started, you know. 
I feel it's just it's the love and the uh, just the desire to change the shoe industry for those who those like me who wear who have big feet and wear a large shoe size. I wear a size 14 for your information. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and that's how it all started. Yeah. Right. Well, I think it's interesting because shoe I I've like a huge sneaker head. I've loved shoes my whole life yeah. and it's it's such like a specialized part of fashion where mm-hmm. I feel like recently we've seen just women getting involved in sneakers in general. We're just now seeing that. Oh, yes. I mean, right now our niche market is um, women that wear from a 10 to a 14. And we're look- I'm just looking to design the shoes to be stylish, sexy. It helps you express. Right, something you actually want to wear. fashion style. Yeah, you're confident. You know, you can walk into the stores and purchase shoes and not right. just have to sit at home trying to purchase shoes that are not even online. So we're coming to make those things available to our clients. Right, absolutely, absolutely. And so you went through, sorry, start of summit for you. You're competing this year. Yes, Correct. I am. Are you excited? Oh, super excited. <laughs> it's like adrenaline. It's just, <laughs> I have it rushing through me. Although sometimes it could be nervous, and but you know, I, I try not to get all that because I know my product. I know what I'm bringing to the market. I'm confident in myself. If I love it, I know other people will love it. Absolutely. So true. <laughs> so d- what are your kind of, you know, concerns coming up with the Startup Summit? Maybe something, things with your product that you know, maybe the, the judges are going to try to attack? Yes. That's a really good one. So the previous competitions that I've participated in, I did not have a prototype. But right now I have a prototype and it just builds my confidence even more. You know, after your presentation, you're running through your slides and then here you go. Oh, this is what we're going to look like. You know, it gives me a sense of accomplishment, even though I'm not yet there exactly. But having a prototype is like another step oh, forward, absolutely. moving forward. Something tangible you can yeah, look at and say this is what it's going to be. Something that they can actually see because right. I was asked that question in my last competition. So yeah. Are you going to be wearing the shoes? Oh yes, definitely. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm going to be my own model, of course. Yeah, I'm going to wear them. I will rock them. Yes. Absolutely. And so what was your favorite part of competing last year? Um, I think I would say winning, of course, (laughs) 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 because that was the reason why I went in there to win money to put into my business. But of course, um, winning came with that as well as just being able to stand in front of judges, sell my idea to them and, you know, showing them, uh, you know, like a sense of, okay, this is what we have, something tangible, even though they don't really see it now, but you know, they're able to just relate to what I'm giving to them and, you know, being able to score me as a winner, I think that was the biggest thing. And everyone wears shoes. (laughs) Everyone wears shoes, no matter matter what size shoe you are. What size shoe are you, Clay? I'm size 13. So I kind of... I kind of identify with yes. having big feet, but mm-hmm. then again, I can always find size 13 at the yeah. store, so I really don't, really don't personally. But I'm, <laughs> I've definitely had my fair share of moments of people, you know, calling my feet yes. boats, and yeah. I don't appreciate it's not it. not nice. It's a struggle. So, Chimwa, you had the unique opportunity of actually introducing yourself to the East Center through the Startup Summit. Yes. So, can you explain that a little bit? Of course. Well... Before I before the competition, I met severally with some of the staffs at the e-center just to get an idea of what they're about and how I can move forward with the idea of my shoe company. And I was coached. I was given ideas, um, you know, just where to, where to look at in terms of market research, in terms of all the... Um, 
characteristics in order to build up my my points, you know, moving into the competition. And that was very helpful because obviously I just knew, okay, well, I just wanted to build shoes and manufacture and sell shoes, but how do I go about that? Right. And so I dug deep into my research and I came across a very, very beautiful designer who is helping me design my shoes. Right now we've got 32 um, designs in the file and I'm really thrilled about that. And so what was the biggest setback coming really just up with the whole idea because i mean like you said like it's pretty simple you just want to make shoes yeah and i feel like it should be that simple but I I, i'm guessing it wasn't you would think <laughs> it's that simple but it's not really actually when i think about it because here you have an idea you want to build shoes you want to sell shoes but someone else has to also believe in that idea i think that was the biggest thing for me i mean i'm standing in the room and here you have people pitching about all the um ideas that will what problem ideas right you know big ideas and then you're thinking to yourself how big is my mm. idea you know it's just having that confidence I, that was the biggest thing for me making sure that i understood that this idea meant sense to me and therefore it will to other people in the room right and i think we can kind of relate to that to a sense i remember when we pitched first to the east center we were going through with the idea of we just need podcast equipment so we yeah. can make something that sounds really good and the issue was like, I remember the guy next to us were like, Hey, what are you pitching? And he was like, it was, uh, it was something, something to the effect of like, he can figure out it was, it was weather, right? Mm-hmm. He can like figure out the, like, it was like a barometer, ridiculous mm-hmm. things that yeah. could like, legitimately, like it's going to help aviation and like oh just travel as a whole. And we're like, yeah, we're Look, going to looks minuscule. <laughs> like our idea looked mi- minuscule yes. and like what we are trying to do looks so minuscule yeah. in the, in the face of all these right. things. But but it isn't because at the end of the day, we had the same passion as yeah. he did. You had the same passion yeah. as, as. And here you are today, helping us expose our business. So I mean, without you guys, we won't be even able to do this, right? So, I mean, every idea I think uh, and believe that it's huge. Absolutely, it just depends on how you project it to the others that are listening to you. Well, we can tell very much that you're very passionate about I your am. idea. I am, too. I dream I it, I too. eat it, I sleep it, I yes. wake up in it. I sleep with a journal next to my bed stand, and I, I mean, I have an idea. I just have to jot it down. I don't wait till the next morning because I just might forget it, mm-hmm. so I write it down immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. It's my passion. All right. Absolutely. Well, we're going to be rooting for you in Startup Summit 2020. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, Jordan, what are you most excited about for Startup Summit 2020? So I think I'm most excited for, this sounds kind of silly, but being on the sidelines because last year when I was competing, I was obviously, you know, I work in the East Center and I was competing. So I was really stressed making sure all the logistics were going well, getting enough content for social media since I do all the marketing. And then, oh wait, I have to pitch too and make sure I'm like on my game for that. So I'm excited to be able to like dig, like be able to help people for the most part and like be able to make sure everything's going smooth and kind of calm all the other contestants nerves and kind of just be that like helping hand. And I'm also excited because we have a a lot of um, student volunteers this year that are going to help us from the Mississippi school for math and science down in Columbus. And we actually help them a lot every year with, um, they have like a business plan challenge. They're actually coming in on Monday and uh, we have some teams that are helping mentor them. So for them to kind of see firsthand, like what, they could potentially be doing in the future is going to be really cool so i'm excited about that awesome and then one question i want to ask every one of you is who is your business icon business idol or someone that just kept you motivated to keep going yeah so i kind of have two the first would be my dad um my mom and dad are both entrepreneurs actually they all 
um, have started their own successful businesses. But me and my dad just connected at a really young age because um, I played soccer my whole life. And so he was always with me taking me to practice games and tournaments and everything. So we just kind of grew on that like deeper level. But he's always just been that person for me that's, you know, no matter the circumstances, you have the ability to work hard. And he's always motivated me with that. Um, and my second would be Sarah Blakely, the CEO and founder of Spanx. Um, she has a really good story. Um, she's been on a lot of podcasts if you haven't heard her story. But, you know, so many male dominated uh, investors told her no. They saw that they're like, no, no woman needs a undergarment that's going to help them feel skinnier. They're like, no, we don't need that. And then it's actually a funny story. The main guy that ended up investing in her uh, went home and told his daughter and she was like, dad, if you don't invest in that right now, I will, because she understood the problems that she was having. And then she made it big. And if you follow her on LinkedIn too, she just posts really inspiring things every day mm-hmm. and like kind of behind the scenes and she's really quirky. So I just love her. <laughs> uh, my business idol would um, definitely have to be uh, my fiance. Uh, without this, um, she helps me at home. She runs, uh, she does research for me at home. Um, driving back and forth uh, from the dairy that's about 15 minutes from our home. Um, she guides me. She uh, she talks me through, like, when I'm nervous for, like, competition. She's never actually seen me present. We have uh, <laughs> three hours of distance between us, but hopefully she'll get up here uh, this year for Startup Summit and actually get to watch me. Awesome. Awesome. And Chen Wei, who was your business idol? I would say my mom. And I say that because she started three businesses while I was back home. Uh, she started a tailoring shop, where like a seamstress, where you sew and all that beautiful stuff. And she also started a bottling water company. And now she's she's also she also has um, a storage um, facility where people come and rent um, um, storages for their businesses. You know, I look up to her, I've seen her fail, I've seen her win, I've seen her be in the middle, and that just encourages me because I know I can't win at all, even though I want to, it's not, that's not reality. And so that has act- has stuck with me and helped me progress going forward. So I look up to her, you know, for this every time we talk about it. She shares in my joy, but more than I do, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, so I appreciate her for that and... I thank her for being by my side. Awesome. Well, we wish the best of luck to both of you. No doubt in my mind that we probably have at least a both of you top three finish. <laughs> thank you. Fantastic. And thank you so much for coming on. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Thank you so much for having us. Um, applications are live now. You can go to ecenter.msstate.edu slash summit to apply. And you don't have to have any PowerPoints or anything ready when you apply. You can just fill out your information, what division you want to be in, and that um, locks in your application. And the applications end on March 6th. So you have about two weeks in between the application deadline and then when Startup Summit 2020 starts. March 6th. March 6th. March 6th. March 6th. That's the date. Make sure you apply. Startup Summit 2020. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening.